All you beautiful people. I'm Amber Enerson. I'm Kelsey Enerson. And this is our podcast, You Are the Alchemist, where we talk about all things mental health in a fun and relatable way. Uh, this week, we're going to kick off our mini series about the blue zones. So, the first thing to do with that is I have to kind of tell you what the blue zones are. So, if anybody has seen Live to 100, The Secrets of the Blue Zones on Netflix, that's what I'm talking about. Um, Blue Zones was a psychological and wellness study of areas that have a high number of centurions. And a centurion is someone that has lived over 100 years and is still healthy. Like, they're not... There's actually just a 104-year-old lady that skydived at Skydive Chicago. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that on the Facebook thing. She's a centurion. Yes, and that's what they're called. And this gentleman who was fascinated by the Blue Zones and what the secrets were, he went to the different areas of the world. Uh, One of them is Icaria, Greece. Another one is Okinawa, Japan. There is a seven-day Adventist community in California. I can't remember what that is called, but that has a lot of high, like a high number of people that live to be over 100. That's very interesting. It's It's the only one in the United States. Like, that is the only blue zone in the United States. So anyways, this guy went on a journey to figure out what were the secrets of these areas. And he documented all of this research. And then they implemented this research into a town in Minnesota, I believe, to test if this is something you could do on a larger scale. And that town in Minnesota, after they followed these policies or whatever, I don't know if you want to call them policies, principles, Principles of life. Yeah. When they follow these principles of life, they actually increase their lifespan by five to seven years, bettered the community in general, and there was a better sense of life satisfaction. So, and I want to talk about this. I know it's not exactly mental health, but the whole purpose of improving our mental health is to have a better quality of life. Yeah, I would say it ties. So, they're not all necessarily going to be psychological topics, but... I think they're still super fascinating and things that you can implement into your daily life. Even if we don't, even if you don't do it on a huge scale, like the entire United States, which could definitely benefit from it. Yeah, we could, but there's too many people that would have something against it. Yeah. Some people are very strong in their way of living. Yeah. So these principles, um, the one that we're going to discuss today is living life with a sense of purpose. That's the first one. Other ones are like your elders living with their family instead of nursing homes. Um, Everyday movement and not necessarily exercise, just being physically active in your everyday daily life. A lot of them do like gardening or they'll walk a lot or like the one town in Icaria, Greece, you actually have to go up mountains just to walk around this town. Um, Red wine was another one. Uh, diet, of course, there was, um, one of the diets was like really high in sweet potatoes. Another one was like really high in something else. And it's because you're getting a lot of antioxidants from those things. Right. Um, and like not eating if you're more than 80% full. So like, instead of stopping eating when you're a hundred percent full, you stop eating at 80%. Oh, that's impossible. <laughs> Especially with something I like. So it just it's a lot of really fascinating principles that you wouldn't have thought create this, but their actually quality of life and everything is so much higher in these areas. 
and their sense of community is so much higher and their sense of belonging. And all of these things go into mental health as well, because so often when you struggle with mental health, you feel on the outskirts of life. You feel like you're alone. You feel like you don't have anybody that will get you or understand you. Um, And a lot of times you are alone because nobody else is having the same experience that you are. Even other people with mental illness are not having the same exact experience you are. So a lot of times there is a lot that you have to do on your own. That's very true. Sorry. No, that's fine. It's been a long, it's been a long week. Can't, can't help my yawn. (laughs) Also taking time to relax is another one of them for you. Who has specifically? (laughs) Well, I mean, if you stay up like I do until two in the morning. Yeah, but then you're not getting quality sleep. Right, which would cancel out. one of the ways of life. It is, actually. See? I I know things. (laughs) So the first one is the sense of purpose. And they got this from a town in Costa Rica and a town in Greece. Or not Greece, um, Japan. And it was called, in Japan, they live by Ikigai, which is what do you love to do? What are you good at? What does the world need and what can you make money doing? And that's your ikigai if you if you answer those questions. That reminds me of that podcast dude. Rob Dial? About, yeah, he was like, pick three hobbies, one that you can make money, one that you're good at, and one that you enjoy. Yeah, and he's actually done episodes on ikigai too. Oh, okay. So I thought it was fascinating to see the correlation between him, who's doing a podcast, and has actually just written a book, just so everyone knows. I got the book today. Mm, good for you. <laughs> so, you know, I'll be learning more things that I can bring to you guys. Um, but he actually has done episodes on Ikigai, and it's fascinating to see the correlation because for me, the way I choose my belief system is what I can see consistency in because I'm a very logical, rational person, and I'm also a super emotional person. So I don't always have a clear path to You're what I can believe. <laughs> no, it depends because if you go by my human design, I'm driven by my emotions. Right. My emotions. We'll save human design for another day. Yes, we will because that's also fascinating. I just, I love all these topics. I could geek out on these topics for hours. You do geek out on these topics for hours and I want you to leave all the time because you won't stop talking about it. Yeah, I I love it. <laughs> I can't help it. Somebody has to geek out on something, right? That's I how geek out on anything. That's how people make a difference in the world. Freud and Einstein and all of these people wouldn't have come up with the principles that they came up with if they didn't geek out on topics. That's true. So, anyways, the sense of purpose. Uh, everyone needs to feel like they have a purpose in this world. The majority of our life, we are seeking purpose. We want to know that we have a purpose for being here on this planet. And often when we feel unsatisfied or dissatisfied with our life or discontent, it's because we are missing that sense of purpose. Uh, like for me, it crushes my soul to be in a job that has no purpose other than to make money. It just does. Um, so my sense of purpose is highly tied into my life satisfaction and my level of contentment. And I would rather stress about money than stress about not having any sense of purpose. I think a lot of people have problems finding their sense of purpose. Right. Because, like, 
I've thought many times, like, what is the purpose of me being here? And, like, obviously now I know it's to be Mackenzie's mom and to bring awareness to mental health and to be a living proof of being able to overcome things. But I wasn't always that way. It's very hard to find your sense of purpose. And just just because you're not making big moves or you're not a, a parent or something extravagant doesn't mean that you don't have a sense of purpose. Sometimes right. your sense of purpose is to just be there for someone. Right. Like that could be your only purpose in life is that the divine or spirit or God, whatever you believe in, put you on this earth to be the rock for someone. Right. And that may be the only person that you are the rock for. Right. Or your sense of purpose could be as simple as being able to make other people around you feel better or, you know, putting smiles on faces of people who probably haven't smiled in a long time. Like your sense of purpose does not have to be massive. And I think that's where people get so caught up in it. I agree. I think that people think they need to have this huge Oprah like experience where they're having like a huge impact on so many lives, but Shit, if I can impact one person's life and make their life better and help them at least in a few areas or even one area, like, that's enough. That's enough of a purpose for me. Right. And that it could be as simple as also just being there for your pets. (laughs) Yeah. Some, like, animals are living creatures just like the rest of us. They're all part of that whole. And sometimes, you know those animals came from terrible situations or they would be in situations that were terrible if you weren't there. Or maybe you think different ways than other people do and you can bring that to a discussion and you can change someone's heart or you can, you know, change someone's thought process on, I mean, I'm just throwing one out here, but like LGBT, like if Mm -hmm. you are QI plus a blah, 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 rainbow people. (laughs) All of them. (laughs) I don't know all the letters. I know I should, but Um, or even when it comes to politics or pollution or livelihood of animals, like if you just say one thing in a discussion, you could change someone's mind. Yeah. Or you could change their life just by your generosity Yeah. or by giving when you didn't have anything left to give. Like that happens often too. Like when people give selflessly and they don't have anything else to give, you can completely change somebody else's life with that. And if that's your only sense of purpose, then that's your sense of purpose. And that actually goes hand in hand with what was learned in Costa Rica. Um, The sense of purpose for the Costa Rican community that was like in the study, I can't remember which one it was. And I can't remember the phrasing for it. I had notes on all of this and I lost my notes and I can't find them. (laughs) So I'm doing all of this off of memory. Um, But in Costa Rica, their sense of purpose was the community like the older people in that community who were like retired or weren't working or were like the elders would actually go to other people's houses and they would be there to help them cook or they would cook something for them or they would do gardening and then take it to their neighbors to help their neighbors. Mm -hmm. So like that was the sense of purpose there is being there for the greater community as well, not just one individual or even like your place of work. If you make your place of work a better place to be, or affect one person who works there and makes their life a little bit better because of your presence, then that's your sense of purpose too. Yeah, like the new job I just started, actually, there's uh, one girl there that 
you know, she struggles with mental health. And just in a short time of me being there, like, I seem to be the only other one that has any form of mental health awareness or even cares. Right. Um, so, like, just her feeling like she's not alone. That's your sense of purpose that helps. there. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's just, it's so many minute... So, I believe in, like, the butterfly effect. So, your sense of purpose could be to smile at that person you smiled to at Walmart, and maybe they were feeling really down. Maybe they felt like they were losing all hope in humanity. Maybe they thought there was no one good left in the world, and then they go home, and then they feel better with themselves, so they do something kind, and Mm -hmm. so on and so forth. It's, it, you don't have to create some crazy plan to save the world to have <laughs> save all of the whales. Yeah. You, you could save one person's life and you will never know it. You will never know that yep. that person was not happy with living. Right. You, you, you just don't know. You will never know the impact you have on other people and other people very rarely will share the impact you have on them. Yeah. And just since starting this podcast, like, We've had people reach out to us saying, like, hey, we're so happy that you're doing this. Like, right. you have no idea how great it is to have this kind of, like, Support. this open discussion about thing that, things that are taboo. And we wouldn't have known that, obviously, if they hadn't reached out. So there's certain things that we will never know that we are helping with. Right. And that goes in with your sense of purpose. Sometimes you don't have to have it figured out. A lot of people spend their entire life looking for their sense of purpose without realizing that your sense of purpose is your very existence. Mm -hmm. Like your life is a one in four billion chance. You being on this earth at this exact moment doing this exact thing as the exact person you are is a one in four billion chance. That does not happen. Why four billion? I don't know. There was a study done on it. Oh. I can't remember what the study was. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I take in so much information, and I do not cite resources like I should. But there was a study done, and they tested, like, everything from your personality, your date of birth, your job, like, all of that. And all of the numbers were, like, a one in four billion chance that you would be in this exact role, in this exact moment, on this earth, in this country, whatever. So your sense of purpose is just your very existence. And if you feel like you have no sense of purpose or that you're stuck somewhere that you don't think you should be, like, you are not alone. You are definitely not alone. There have been so many times where I'm like, what am I even doing here? Why why do I (laughs) continue to go to work? Why do I continue to go do these things with people? Why, like, what is the point? And, like, it will at one point wrap up and it will... Maybe you'll never see it, but, like, for me, I saw it. I saw the reasons that I was put in certain places, even though I wish to God I never was. Right. Like, I've been in so many situations that I definitely could have lived without, and I wish I would have lived without, but it created me into the person that I am now, and I'm able to help other people in similar, definitely not exact, situations. Right. And that, and if you are on this search for sense of purpose, then that could be where Ikigai would be something that you might want to do. Like, what do you love to do? What makes you feel alive? What brings yeah. you joy? If what you are like you passionate going out about? And looking for rocks, 
go out and look for rocks. Maybe you have a purpose for collecting those rocks. Maybe that rock was in some fish's way, and that fish can't live if that rock's there. Like, you never know. (laughs) Like, it is, it's so silly how one little thing can impact something, but it's true. Like, I fully believe it's true. Oh, yeah. And one fish uh, impacts the entire ecosystem. And if the entire ecosystem fails, then humanity fails. Well, we're already failing. Yeah, uh, but that's humanity. That's own another fault. day. Yeah, <laughs> that that's the own fault of humans. Yes. Um, we are the smartest race in the world, and we will be the ones that destroy ourselves from the inside out. Yep. It's just fact. Uh, because we are also the most greedy. Yep. And we also have the most power. Yes. Humanity has the most impact, and so many people do not take that responsibility seriously. No. But that's for another day. Yes. Yeah. Because that could be this an entire episode. Series. <laughs> Anyways, so if you are looking for a sense of purpose or you are trying to make sense of why you're here or why you're passionate about something, then do the Ikigai exercise. Sit down with a pen and a journal and ask yourself, what do I love to do? What brings me joy? What makes me happy? What makes me feel alive? What makes me feel energized? Because that's going to be the first point. The second one is what, oh, I can't remember what they were. Oh, shit, you blanked. Oh, the second one, the (laughs) second one I think was what can, what, how can this impact someone else? So think about how can this impact someone? What can I do with this? What can I make better for someone based on this? Um, The next one is. How do you spell it? I-K-I. Oh, I was way off. Yeah. I-K-I-G-A-I. She's Googling it because I completely blinked. I, I know I said started it. that with an E. Yeah. I know I said it at the beginning, but I blinked. You, yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> uh, go ahead. I know that one of them is like, what problem can this solve? So, yeah, this rock may save this fish, but that rock may also be a gemstone. All right, here we go. What you love, what you are good at, what the world needs, and what you can get paid for. Okay, perfect. So what you love, what you are good at. So maybe you're really, really good at, you know, setting up plans or strategies, or maybe you're really, really good at video games, or maybe you're really, really good at math. Like how... Maybe you're really good at sleeping. Yeah. You should be a sleep tech. Exactly. Or you could be a participant in sleep studies. Oh, hell yeah. Because you get paid like 20 bucks an hour. You get paid 20 bucks an hour to be a participant in a sleep study. Just so you guys know, <laughs> that might be some helpful information for someone. Um, you might be really good at mapping. You might be really good at art, organizing. Music. You might be really good at art, music. Uh, babysitting. Yeah. Um, being kind to the elderly. Yeah. It, it, it never ends. It's the list goes on and on and on. And they're often what we are so good at that are things that we often don't notice or dismiss or dismiss think that it's not worth anything yeah like you might be really good at finding things which that can be a skill that you can use to get paid for yeah i mean think about escape rooms yeah someone was super good at creating traps but like fred on scooby-doo i guess <laughs> i don't remember um but like say you're good at problem solving mind solving uh rubik's cubes yeah um Shit, there's all kinds of stuff. And, like, my my nephew is obsessed with Rubik's Cubes. What if your 
really good at Rubik's Cubes, and there's a kid in your life that really likes Rubik's Cubes, and you can help them. Be a mentor. You know, and and that will just bring them joy. It doesn't have to make them good at it. It doesn't have to make them a pro or win competitions. It can make them not feel alone. Exactly. Exactly. Because a lot of kids get picked on because they do that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's cool. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Especially because it also affects the brain. I've sat for like an hour trying to figure out a Rubik's Cube and I've never done it. <laughs> never once. It also affects your brain and your complex problems, problem solving, which is something that you can use as a skill to get paid. Yes. And it's something that the world needs. Yes. Um, anything that you do and that you're good at and that you love that can solve a problem in the world, even if it's something like creating nets that can get plastic out of water. So that the fish and the birds and the ducks don't get it. If you're good at picking up trash, go uh, to the state park. Yeah. Or Everyone's like, good at picking up trash, I guess. But. Like if you're good at making knots, then you can be good at creating securements so that people who are working on things have a good securement. Like yeah. it's something, it can be something tiny that you're dismissing because you think it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And that could be your ikigai. That could be your purpose. Right. Um, and then lastly, what you can get paid for. Uh, literally, guys, with online, you can get paid for just about anything. Yeah, check out TikTok. I mean, it does take time, and not everyone is going to profit from everything. It's no. just, it's not, it's not feasible. I, I mean, like, we're doing a podcast, and we don't profit. Right. And we put in quite a bit of time into it. Yep. But. I created a course that I just now published, and it could be months before that has any return. Yeah. So. It, it, it might not be that you will get paid for it right away, but within that Ikigai search, you could find one of your skills and something that you love to do that you can get paid for. Okay. If you like to help the elderly or be kind to the elderly or speak to the elderly, they are constantly looking for volunteers and people to go to nursing homes or to they'll even pay people to go to hospitals to sit with elderly patients that don't have anyone. If you really like animals, you can go to an animal shelter. shelter yep. They're always looking for part-time hire. Yeah. And like it there's so much that you can get paid for that you're good at and that you love to do. And you don't have to make an absurd amount of money with it. No. It's just sometimes it's a side hustle. Yeah. Just so that you have more joy in your life. The whole purpose for finding a purpose <laughs> is so that you have more joy in your life. Because there is nothing that we're going to be able to do that will prevent things from being tough or difficult. Life is always going to be difficult. It's always going to be tough. That is, This is a curriculum and a school where we are here to learn all forms of things. Good, bad, ugly, great, amazing, happy, joyful, sad, grief. We're meant to learn all of those things. We're meant to experience all of those things. So... Life is not always going to be easy. It's not always going to be smooth sailing. But when you can find ways to bring more joy into your life with your ikigai or with a purpose for the community, then you can actually start to balance those scales a little bit so that you're not so drained, so exhausted, so lost. Because so many people are lost, I think. I've, I've been lost. I get lost every couple months. I'm like, oh, fuck, what do I need to do now? Like, I've already done these things. What am I supposed to do now? It's it's necessary for us to get lost. Because when you get lost, that's when you find yourself. That's when you find your purpose. That's when you find what you love. So just remember that. And know that, I mean, finding a life purpose or seeing your purpose 
helps you live to over 100. And it can help with mental health and wellness and life satisfaction. Even if you begin to notice the small things that you do that you so often dismiss, because then that teaches us to be kinder to ourselves. It teaches us to be more compassionate. It teaches us to be more loving. And we are so incredibly hard on ourselves all the time. So none of those things are bad things. But I think for purpose, that about wraps it up. Yeah. Uh, next week, I'm not sure what it's going to be because now I have to do my research and find my notes again. <laughs> so it's going to be one of these principles. But until next time, I hope you guys have a great week. If you want to review this, like this, share it with somebody that might benefit from it, please do. Um, this is here to support you guys. It's not here for any other purpose. Yep. It's here to support you guys, to give you guys information because there's not enough of that that comes for free, I don't think. That's true. I agree. So it's here for information and support. If you guys want to review, if you have any insight, send us an email, send us a DM. <coughs> we always love to hear from you guys. And so long. Yep. Talk to you guys later.